Hey everybody, this is the True Chalker here with this special opening for part two of Crimes and Cover Crimes or Cover Up. Uh, this was from uh, my live stream on Facebook uh, on uh, November nineteenth, twenty twenty one. It was a Friday night, to be exact. Uh, it, the the video was so long. The video itself is like two hours and thirty minutes that I decided to split the audio up to make it more uh, bearable for you, the listeners. So here is the rest of the crimes and cover-ups, and I hope that you will enjoy it. So. Here you are, truthers. This is part two of Crimes and Cover-Ups. I am the Truth Talker. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Truth hurts. Activating penal glands with neural linguistics to this one. Telekinetic frequencies Multidimensional This world is separated by countries, cities and towns and borders They divide and conquer, yeah they're monsters, they are the war enforcers When I'm walking through, I'm talking truth cause I'm the truth talker There's fluoride in your water, that's torture, that is the new world order This world is gruesome and violent, that's why these humans are frightened Oh well, we're living in hell I'll pack my bags and move to an island I wanna be truly enlightened My music's juicy and vibrant It's deep and it's dirty And it's underground like rubies and diamonds Gigantic like titans No, I don't pray to no violent gods Life's too short for lies and plots Time flies like a pilot's watch I'm watching time unravel I'm lost in time, my time is lost I will astral travel and do some stargazing And just look at the sky and watch I'm a verbal pedigree I've been reading the Gnostic scriptures Smoking a herbal remedy I'm not drinking a toxic elixir I flow on a verse with energy I'm a consistent cosmic ninja And I don't do no hurt or jealousy I show love, I'm a cosmic thinker This world we live in is treacherous That's why you need to show extra love There's demons standing next to us Fallen angels wanna have sex with us Dark forces, they're testing us I talk truth, they section us Hyperborea, that's my home It's a multi-dimensional exodus This world is separated by countries, cities and towns and borders They divide and conquer, yeah they're monsters They are the war enforcers When I'm walking through, I'm talking Talking truth, cause I'm the truth talker. Real. There's fluoride in your water, that's torture. That is the new world order. Wow. This world is run by an evil intelligence. These demons are ruthless. Plus. You need to show compassion and love. Don't panic, a screaming is useless. Panic. I talk truth all day, that's why these people are feeling my music. Yeah. But please don't piss me off. I leave your mouth all bleeding and toothless. People are foolish and evil and ghoulish. Fiction is weird and even the truth is. Wow. Don't be feeble and stupid. History's fake and even the moon is. Real. There's no fluoride in my water. So when I'm dreaming, it's lucid. You're drinking fluoride. Fluoride on a daily basis, that's a reason you're clueless This world we're living in sickening, why are these people evil and so dark? Why? The powers to be, the cowards and weak and the human beings with no heart Make me so fucking angry, I break the both legs and both arms I find a masonic lodge and shoot them all with poisonous blow darts Suppress that killer beast and release that inner peace, I'm so calm My third eye's fully activated, my mind is so sharp I'm unique like Mozart, on beat I'm concrete I go hard And when it comes to music, I'm having fun on tracks like go-karts this world
world is separated by countries, cities and towns and borders yeah. They divide and conquer, yeah they're monsters, they are the warring forces ah. When I'm walking through, I'm talking truth cause I'm the truth talker Real. There's fluoride in your water, that's torture, that is the new world order wow. If you're told the lie enough times, it becomes part of your reality That is the new world order wow. And if enough people are taught that lie, well now it becomes part of the culture that is the new world order. Wow. And if that culture then passes that misinformation along to the next generation, that is the new world order. Wow. Westy on Productions. very much uh, I just have to just throw that out there how one this 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 broadcast as it's live is shadow band as all get out I think maybe three or four people pop in on the live broadcast my live transmission of this special we're going into part two of this this is going to be probably the most epic transmission i have ever done uh this may be a two-parter for you in the audio only uh version of truth or odyssey this is <laughs> this is very 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 fascinating there there has been chunks of this that i'm totally aware of you can get so much that i'm i was clueless on but thankful thankful for this uh and before we get further i just want to mention how this morning i ordered a copy uh, and it should be here on my doorstep tomorrow. A copy of uh, Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s new book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Uh, I'll probably be on here with the Truth or Odyssey tomorrow. And I will show you, once I have the book in my hands, I'll come on here and show you the book. And once I finish reading the book, we will review the material in the book. I'm going to take notes as I read this one. I believe this is going to be a very fascinating read. But let's continue. Let's hear what Glenn Beck has. Guys, This we're going on an hour and 10 minutes, 11, hour 11 minutes. And we're now on part two. The pandemic begins. Let's, let's continue. Okay. <clears throat> so we've introduced you to the players. We have, we've taken you up to a place, but there still is, there's, there's no proof that this was lab, that this happened in, that all these people, we know that Dr. Barrick, Peter Daszak, were working with Dr. Xi for years. We know that she was part of the DARPA proposal to continue gain of function research on a larger, even riskier level in 2018. And DARPA said no. Now, we are told, when, when, when are we told officially that 
that the pandemic begins. December 31st. 20th. End of December. Okay. I've been curious about the months leading up to the time when the cases started being reported in China. Let me show you. This is a research paper uh, right here, published in 2020. And it's, it's all about the SARS-CoV-2 in transgenic mice. What's weird about this is this work, the paper came out in 2020, but the work was conducted in the summer of 2019. And it is exactly the kind of work that Dr. Xi was working on with Barrick and Dazic, as in the exact same kind of research DARPA thought was a little out of bounds. All right, so this was happening. They did all that testing according to this which is funny when you think about it because a lot of what darpa does in our standard is a little out of bounds like we we've talked about darpa here on truth or odyssey uh go back to our episode uh indiana is screwed they're doing some sketchy stuff releasing chemicals in the air for surveillance technology DARPA is DARPA is not somebody that's squeaky clean. They're not good guys. They they are very nefarious themselves, and they're saying, eh, "I don't know about this, Chief." Let's continue. Yes, in the summer of 2019. Now let me take you to September of 2019. This is months before the coronavirus breaks out. There is a database in the Wuhan uh, labs that catalogs all of the data. And then something happened. All of a sudden, poof, everything goes down. Now, this is an archived system. It's a report for the Wuhan's lab database for September. You'll notice everything is green until the 12th. Then it's just all red. Nothing is happening. The database is gone. Well, she says that the BBC, that she was on the BBC, she said to the BBC that they did it deliberately for security reasons. Her claim, conveniently, is that they were hacked. Okay. I mean, maybe, possibly. I mean, that happens. Being that the pandemic would officially begin three months later, I think it's fair to ask a couple of follow-up questions um, because, I mean, it's a great place to hide things. Was there another Frankenstein coronavirus hidden away in the database that her and her team had been working on? Now, just with that one thing, that's, you know, that's okay. So the database went down. But the same day that, that Dr. Xi took down the database, September 12th, a request was made for additional security. Okay, again, somebody hacks in. Let's take her at her word. They hack in. All right. Well, we should have extra security. Something is going on in the Wuhan lab as early as September, right after they're doing the research and trying to get gain of function in mice. The virus database shuts down, security is called in. Then, four days later, and here is the official Chinese request, they start scrambling to update their whole air handling system. This is the official Chinese document 
announcing the transformation of that system. That is weird timing, especially if somebody's trying to hack in and you're under attack. Do you then go, you know what? We should change the air handling system. Whatever's going on there didn't deter the Chinese because the world military games kicked off in Wuhan just a few weeks later in October. <laughs> now, this is where it gets really weird. 10,000 international athletes attended for more than, from more than 100 countries. One athlete that attended said the streets of Wuhan were, quote, nearly empty, and it was like a ghost town, end quote. Now, when everybody arrived at the airport, strangely, the athletes had their temperatures recorded. They were also forced to wash their hands when they ever entered any building. This, by the way, is in October. Multiple athletes later got sick with COVID-like symptoms and spread it back to their families back home. This is a document here that reports, this is leaked from the Chinese ministry, we found in research provided by Drassic. Uh, it shows that at least 10 hospitals in Wuhan were already receiving COVID cases in October. We've already got weird activity going on at the lab just a few weeks earlier than the international athletes begin showing up in Wuhan, getting their temperatures checked at the airport. Streets are vacant. One athlete says, quote, there were rumors that the government warned inhabitants not to go outside. So why did China push through these games? Keep in mind here that the Chinese Communist Party would not officially tell the WHO about COVID for another two months. But let's go back to the Wuhan lab. Um, we have to add another hospital because November 3rd, three researchers from the Wuhan lab got so sick with COVID-like symptoms that they had to go to the hospital. So something was happening from September through November, but China isn't playing nicely with the data that they've gathered from those early days. I wonder why. Is it possible that they're hiding Xi's Frankenstein coronavirus that we helped develop? Meanwhile, inside the lab, this comes out December 3rd. This is another Chinese document where they make a request for an air incinerator on December 3rd. Whatever's happening at the Wuhan lab during this time frame. It required the elimination of more medical waste than what they're used to. It's clear they were scrambling. Something is going on at the Wuhan lab. The researchers are getting sick with COVID-like symptoms. COVID cases are popping up all over the city. But still, China refuses to say anything. And not only that, they were about to shift into full-on cover-up mode. In late December, a Chinese doctor working at a Wuhan hospital warned some of her colleagues on a group text that SARS-like virus was breaking out all over the place. One of the doctors in the group posted the warning on Chinese social media, and it started to spiral. Both doctors were threatened by the government. Doctors and scientists analyzing the virus were ordered to stop testing, destroy samples, and suppress the information. By that time, the cat was out of the bag, and China finally reported the WHO on December 31st that indeed, Houston, there is a problem. But they withheld key information. 
Officials from the U.S., the CDC, traveled to Wuhan on January 8th to see what was going on. But the Chinese kept it quiet. People in the hospitals were contracting COVID and other uh, by infecting other patients and other infected patients were infecting others. In other words, China knew at that time that COVID spread from human to human transmission. And why wouldn't they? Dr. Xi had been working on similar viruses with Dr. Barrett since at least 2013. They knew. The CDC, however, bought it, did they? And the WHO sent this tweet six days later, quote, preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence to human to human transmission of the novel uh, coronavirus. How many lives were lost? How many people died directly from this lie by China? How many? After all of this, it seems pretty obvious that China was involved in a cover-up. But it wasn't just to save face. As I've shown you, the Chinese scientists have been collaborating with U.S. scientists and receiving U.S. government funding on their experiments from Fauci and the NIH through EcoHealth. Even DARPA and many scientists have said this is too risky and too dangerous. The Chinese knew it and tried to cover it up. I wish it stopped there. I did. But there's a lot of people here in the United States that knew this as well. People like Dr. Fauci and Peter Daszak. When word of the pandemic started coming out, their first thought was not you or your family. They didn't think that they had to protect you. Their first thought was to protect the secret. Yep. want to urge you to get all of these documents. They are all available uh, online. Um, can you put up the, there it is, blazetvspecial.com. All of these documents. Did we include the original Chinese or just the translation? They're the original Chinese, but if you use Google, you can translate okay. it. Um, and it's so important that, look, I've done controversial specials in the past for many, 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 many years. And we had the time to be able to put up with the nonsense. It's a conspiracy theory because they were things to come. This is happening right now. 
They are farther down this road than you can possibly imagine. And I would ask you, if you're somebody who is watching this because your friend said, you go to watch this and you're like, I hate this guy. Ask your friend or just look me up, <laughs> Glenn Beck Conspiracy Theories, and uh, you will see that it was a conspiracy theory when I said that we were going to have a banking collapse in 2008. It was a conspiracy when I said Osama bin Laden is going to be responsible for buildings, bodies, and blood in the streets of Manhattan. And he means it, and you got to pay attention to it. When I said that in 1999, it was a conspiracy theory. We know what happened. We know what happened when I gave the conspiracy theory that uh, the Middle East was going to melt down and it would spread. There'd be an Arab Spring that wasn't so good. Conspiracy theory. All of these things that I have talked about have been right. The latest special, which was, of course, a conspiracy theory, um, on the impeachment of Donald Trump. I went into that fully expecting that there would be something that Trump had done with the, with the Russians that looked bad and whatever. I did the research. We spent months on that research and countless amounts of money. And now what was called a conspiracy theory is now being verified by the federal government right now. All of those chalkboards were right. The people who are calling it a conspiracy theory are the people in the media. And the people in the media, it's quite amazing. One of the arguments against me has been, well, if this was really happening, how come he's the only guy talking about it? I don't even think I have to answer that now, do I? Of course we're the only ones talking about it. Us and a small handful of other people. They are part of the problem in the mainstream media. Now, if you still trust the mainstream media, good luck. Good luck to you. Yeah, no joke. If you don't, and you don't trust me, who do you trust? Who do you trust? Do you trust yourself to be smart enough to read these documents yourself and then do independent? None of this is from me. These are all legitimate documents from the source. You can see and read all of them yourself. I don't ask for your trust. I ask that you trust yourself. You know something isn't right. When you see the third chalkboard, you're gonna know what it is. But you have to be able to, it's not enough that we have done this research. This is the truth that I have found and my, my partners here have found and other researchers around the world have found. This has been 600 days of work, two years of work on research. But you have to make it yours, which means to be a, a good citizen, you have to do more than listen to a boob like me tell you about it. You have to do the work yourself. Make it yours. Because it's not good enough to say, I don't know, I just watched the special and he was talking about it. You have to have it and know that it's true yourself. All right, let's go to the third chalkboard. 
There are three narratives surrounding this story. One, COVID was a lab leak. Two, COVID is a natural virus jumping from animal to human. And the U.S. might have been involved in some way. All right. Both narratives, one and three, at various times, could get you deplatformed, certainly will get you ridiculed. And, and let me throw this out there <clears throat> with that third point he mentioned that the U.S. might be involved. I remember when that was a conspiracy theory, when China accused us of being responsible for the coronavirus. And so many people were telling me, oh, they're lying. Ha, 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 ha. I heard it. Hmm. You know what? I don't think they're lying. I think we're, we're all involved. I think... China and the U.S. are probably work together on this thing. Oh, you're out of your mind. You're nuts. We're America. We're too righteous to do something like that. <laughs> uh, you're cute. Let's continue. Mocked merely for asking the questions. Remember, the lab leak theory has now gone mainstream. And after seeing everything I just showed you, I don't see how anyone could doubt that that's at least a legitimate question and a legitimate line of thinking. Narrative three is now going mainstream as well. It can't be denied anymore. Although Dr. Fauci was Senator Rand Paul, he said, quote, I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating. He actually called Rand Paul a liar. And what do we do? We sit there and if you're on one side of the political spectrum, you root for Rand Paul. The other side, you root for Fauci. And you don't know the truth about any of it. The NIH now is saying it was all true. So what has Fauci been lying about? Narrative two is the only constant this entire time. And it was pushed rigorously by people like Fauci, his colleagues, and the Chinese. And that's interesting because the line they've been shoveling instantly absolves them from any culpability if there was an actual lab leak or any US involvement. That's the only one that absolves all of this. The problem is, is you know how you, if it came from a, an animal, it would come from a bat. We can't find a bat that has COVID-19 in it. And in fact, we have taken COVID-19 and we've tried to put it into a bat and the bat rejects it. It doesn't manifest in the bat. So if it came from a bat, how come it won't manifest in the bat? This is highly, highly unusual. Researchers now are saying, I, I, I don't have an answer here other than lab leak. What if I could show you 
that Fauci's first reaction to COVID was not to protect you, but to protect himself and those who have been working on the Frankenstein coronavirus for almost a yep. decade. Would it change anything if you found out that all of the people that said, don't look at the Chinese lab, it's a natural phenomenon. Listen to us, get another vaccine. <laughs> what if I could tell you and prove to you that they're the very same people heavily invested in gain of function research in Wuhan are those people that are now trying to give you another shot of a vaccine that the government co-owns. All right, so let's pick this up. Jason, let's start the day that China uh, finally admits there is a problem. This is December 31st, 19, right? Pandemic day. Okay. These are the Barrick emails uh, obtained by a, a FOIA request, Freedom of Information Act. Uh, you have a right to know. Now, here's what's really interesting. Many of these emails were redacted when they were set out because they had sensitive information in it. But there were like, I don't know, sometimes 25 people on the CC list. What if you could take the Fauci emails and compare them to the emails from all the other people that were CC'd and see if they're redacted in the same place. And when they're not, piece together one full email. That's what researchers have done. And here's what we found. On December 31st, the official day of the pandemic, the first official day, Dr. Barrick sends an email to his buddy, Peter Daszak, and he says, Hey, have you heard any news on this? Now, if I'm those guys and I've been working with Dr. Xi and it's in Wuhan and I know what we've been trying to do, you got to imagine how the news of an outbreak was being taken by these guys. Here we have an outbreak of a virus that is similar to the one they've been working on popping up directly at the location where they've all been collaborating. I mean, I'd be a little freaked out. So Dazic responds to his people at, uh, at uh, Echo Health or Eco Health that they are reaching out to, I love this, good sources in China. I wanted to put somebody up on the chalkboard, but I'm not sure who he thinks are good sources in China. So I, I mean, maybe it's not them, probably not, but who else are good sources? Fast forward one week, January 6th. Now it's time for Fauci's NIH to hit up Dazek. The subject line in this email is Wuhan pneumonia. And the purpose was to find out what Dazek's contacts in Wuhan, obviously Dr. Xi and the Wuhan lab, were saying. He responds with, quote, definitely focusing attention on this one, Eric. I spent New Year's Eve talking with our China contacts. I've got a lot more information, but it's all off the record. Wait a minute. Let's see if I can get my arms around this. So the guy who's been the front man or the middle man for the money between Fauci and the Wuhan labs, he, why is he corresponding with a Chinese contact, <laughs> Dr. Xi? And why is it off the record in an official NIH email? We got a pandemic. Let's put it into context, shall we? Do you remember my outbreak chalkboard earlier in the show? 
Strange things were happening at the Wuhan lab as early as September. Athletes reported other strange things were going down in Wuhan at the World Military Games in October. Then they started to get sick. Official Chinese documents show the hospitalizations from the same month in October. Researchers at the Wuhan lab are getting sick and hospitalized in November. Now, I'm just spitballing here, but maybe that was some of the off-the-record information. Well, that and... Yeah, I mean, we've been working on this kind of virus in the Chinese lab, you know, at the same place of the outbreak. Oh, and by the way, with U.S. money. But don't worry. The NIH owns the patent for the vaccine. Let's fast forward now, January 31st. At this point, we know that Dr. Barrick was talking to Dazek. Dazek was talking to his sources in China. And he was looped in with off-the-record information that he was then transmitting to Fauci's NIH. So we have most of our main players in contact. They all know something and are worried. But on January 31st, Fauci sent this email to two colleagues, Jeremy Farrar and Christian Anderson. Now, this is when it gets really interesting. Anderson is a California biologist. And he is, and Farrar is the head of the Wellcome Trust with two L's. This is one of the largest private funders of medical research in the world. They have um, kind of an uncomfortable dark history with eugenics. Yeah. So the combination of Fauci controlling nearly $4 billion in grant funding through the government and Farrar through private funds it's massive. We already know Fauci was funding the Wuhan lab. We also recently found out that he was funding experiments that killed puppies in a gruesome way. So what else was getting funded through government and private funds? Well, let's go back to the email, shall we? Fauci forwarded this article in an email. It's a medical research funder. That's where he sent it. Uh, and also to Anderson, the virologist. Mr. Anderson. The article mentions or references the work that all of our vaccine arms race players, Dr. Xi, Dazik, and Barrick, all of them. And investigating the origin was the main topic of this article, and it clearly hit a nerve with Fauci. It set off a chain reaction with all of our players. Here's a quote from the Fauci email. This just came out today. You may have seen it. If not, it's of interest to the current discussion. I'm curious, what discussion? Maybe the off-the-record conversations being held between Dazik and Fauci's NIH? Mr. Anderson responds, quote, I should mention that after discussions earlier today, Eddie, Bob, Mike, and myself all find the genome inconsistent with expectations from an evolutionary theory. What does that mean? That means this was lab made. Now, as you can see on the NIH website, the virus was sequenced two days prior. They all had an opportunity to analyze it. And the consensus was at that time that COVID-19 had been manipulated in a lab. Now that's hard to measure the panic in an email but that's basically what ensued. The very next day, February 1st, Fauci sent his deputy an email. Quote, 
It is essential that we speak this a.m. Keep your cell phone on. I have a conference call, likely be over at this time. Read this paper as well as the email that I will forward to you now. You will have tasks today that must be done. The email he forwarded was the same article that questioned COVID's origin. And that mentioned all of our players. Now take a look at the attachment that Fauci added to the email. Barrick, she, et al., nature medicine, SARS, gain of function. The email's subject line was important. He wanted to keep his phone close and to get a read on what Barrick and she had been doing since 2013. And I'll add, with the NIH funding through uh, DAZAC. Now take a look at the deputy's immediate response. Quote, the paper you sent me says the experiments were performed before the gain of function pause, but have since been reviewed and approved by NIH. Not sure what that means since Emily is sure that no coronavirus work has gone through the P3 framework. She'll try to determine if we have any distant ties to this work abroad. Panic. Sorry, let me play this for you one more time. Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect mm -hmm. that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute Do they fund of Dr. Barrick? We do not fund... Do you fund gain, Dr. Barrick's gain-of-function research? Dr. Barrett does not do gain-of-function research. Does not do gain-of-function research? Everybody was talking about it in 2015. Fauci was sending his, his deputy urgent emails with documents that had gain-of-function in the description. Now, how does he actually deny this to Rand Paul or anybody? They then scrambled to see if they had any, quote, ties to this work abroad. They have researchers just like I do, and I'm sure they're very capable. I hope they are. So surely they went to their grants and saw this like we did. I'm sure they went to their own website where Dr. Barrick and Dr. Xi published their little Frankenstein coronavirus research. Check out the acknowledgments section. Quote, supported by grants from the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. USAID EPT predict funding from EcoHealth Alliance. Hmm. There was a lot more funding. And I could go on, but the evidence is clear. Did they have any ties to this work abroad? Dr. Xi is listed on the project. EcoHealth, working directly with her. U.S. taxpayer funds from the NIH go to EcoHealth. Then, then they go to Xi. Taxpayer funds are all over this. Of course, we reached out to Dr. Fauci. We want to be fair. The NIH, we reached out to them to get an on-the-record response for why they officially lifted the pause. But so far, we have not received a response. Panic. 
Fauci and Farrar may be the two largest grant funders for medical research, like Barrick and Cheese, organized a meeting the very same day. They included some of the most influential virologists they could muster, including Christian Anderson. Now, this is important. Two days prior, he said COVID looked like it was manipulated in a lab. Anderson was to give the meeting a summary, and Farrar was there to discuss the next steps. Now, I have to assume now that everybody in the meeting was very aware that Barrick, she, um, EcoHealth Alliance, and U.S. government funding was all wrapped up into a nice little ball. They knew Barrick and she had the tools to make a coronavirus more transmissible to humans. So what would those next steps include? Now, in a normal world, those steps would probably include coming clean about what really happened. And my theory is, if they actually would have said something right then, they'd have lumps to take. But it wouldn't have been a very big deal at the time. I mean, they take their, lunch, their lumps of full investigation on what really happened at the Wuhan lab, and we would have moved on, really, I think. Most of us would have been more receptive to what was going on if they would have handled it that way. But that's not what happened. Let me show you what they did do. Here's a letter that was issued just two days after Fauci's conference call on February 3rd by President Trump's science advisor, Kelvin Drogmeyer. He says... I'm writing to ask the National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine to rapidly examine information and identify data requirements that would help determine the origins of 2019 COVID. Sounds good so far, right? But listen to the conclusion, specifically from an evolutionary structural standpoint. So he wants them to investigate and find out, but really concentrate on anything other than the lab. Every email leading up to this announcement seemed to suggest that gain-of-function research and that COVID was being manipulated in the lab was, if not the consensus, at least something to be seriously concerned with. But now we have Trump's science advisor mandating that all investigations should be focused on COVID being natural or evolutionary. Uh-huh. First of all, how can all of these people claim to be scientists? They are being told what to investigate and what not to investigate, all the options and data. And second, there is no way President Trump was read in on this. So that leads me to believe that this is collusion between Fauci and the president's science advisor specifically to keep the president in the dark. Now, to be fair, we reached out to uh, Drogmeyer and we asked him to clarify. He actually responded, so that's a point in his favor. He said that the wording specifically as pertaining to the virus being natural in no way limited the investigation to that, specifically. But I still find, find this highly suspect. In the last paragraph of his original letter, he restates that the investigation is needed to, quote, understand the evolutionary origins of COVID-19 and more effectively respond to both the outbreak, outbreak and, check out this part, quote, any resulting misinformation. Huh. Now, I wonder what in misinformation he's talking about. 
Badly. Because all of this kicked off after an article mentioned gain-of-function research involving Barrick, Xi, and Dazic with Fauci funding. The letter goes on. Requesting a meeting of experts to start investigating. Now, we all know how the government goes. That meeting, what, happened three months later? No. Actually, all of these experts got, to get, got together later that afternoon. I mean, it's almost like they had everybody ready and coordinated maybe during, you know, that conference call February 1st, that panic. The meeting was run by the head of the National Academies of Science, Andrew Pope, the president's science advisor, Kelvin Drogmeyer, and guess who else? Anthony Fauci. Now, I hate to keep pointing this out, but just two days ago, Fauci was at the center of panic mode, sending out documents and articles that showed a clear money trail from gain-of-function researchers in the U.S. and China directly to Fauci's NIH. Now he's headlining a government emergency meeting just a couple of days later, not merely suggesting, but mandating an investigation to, quote, understand the evolutionary origins of COVID-19. Right. So let's call this for what it is. This is a cover. This up. is what's called controlling the yeah. narrative. Yeah. A narrative deemed too dangerous for people like Fa Fauci and those at the top of the food chain that were on the verge of being outed. Now, just think about what we were facing back in February 2020. All of this was going down. We're facing lockdowns, mandates, no idea how many people would die. The Democrats were making this issue their main campaign battle cry. Yep. They had to frame everything as a problem of Trump's making. There couldn't be any blame shifted anywhere else. It could not be China's fault. And sure the heck could not been uh, enabled by a career bureaucrat and reckless scientist. Believe science. Don't question science. It had to be Trump's fault. And two of the three men directing this propaganda campaign, and make no mistake, as you will see, that's exactly what it is. They were supposed to be part of Trump's administration. Look at all of these facts. Is there any other way to describe it other than Fauci and the president's science advisor colluding behind the president's back, withholding information from him? Fauci has already been brought in front of Congress, and Rand Paul caught him in a bold-faced lie. Fauci will testify again, but it's probably time to bring in the former president's science advisor as well. Just a few couple questions, like, did you withhold information from the president? Did you ever lie to him? That's what will get it started. But it's too clear that the right people haven't set in the hot seat yet. Right. Okay, back to our timeline. One day later after this meeting, it's February 4th, and the National Academies of Science responds to the president's science advisor's letter. Even though he was at the conference, he gets this letter. Now, remember, this is less than 24 with all of the experts, and we should really focus in on what the cause is. Less than 24 hours, this comes in. In a nutshell, it says their little collection of experts has deemed COVID as consistent with natural evolution. Really? 
No kidding. They were mandated to come to that conclusion. They held a meeting to come to that conclusion and most likely coerced by Fauci, who just days prior seemed absolutely panicked. The letter was produced by the National Academies of Science director, Andrew Pope. And in this email chain, it shows that the conference attendees colluded with him to get all of the wording correct. Now, take a look who attended this conference. Who was involved in this narrative? First, Christian Anderson. Now, wait a minute. Just a few days, less than a week has gone by where he said on January 20, uh, 31st that COVID-19 was manipulated in a lab. Then Ralph Barrick, the actual father of the first Frankenstein coronavirus who had been working with Dr. Xi at Wuhan, the guy whose signature is on the vaccine transfer agreement owned by Moderna and the US government, the guy who would later do the research on the only government-sponsored COVID treatment, remdesivir. Oh, and there was somebody else there, Peter Daszak. Do I even have to explain that one? Nearly all of the attendees had a dog in this fight. Some, Barrick and Daszak, had direct ties to the Wuhan lab and years of published data on gain-of-function research. There were no dissenting voices. This was a major shot across the bow to anyone looking into the lab leak theory. Any scientist that was looking for funding would have to stay in the narrative. The world's largest public grant distributor was Fauci. The world's largest private distributor of cash was Farrar. And they were leading the charge. Okay. So after that meeting and after that letter, the assault on expert opinion papers and science journals commenced. Not a week later. No, no, no. February 19th, Peter Daszak, he actually wrote this letter published in The Lancet. He said, quote, we stand together to strongly condemn conspiracy theories suggesting that COVID-19 does not have a natural origin. Now, in this version, there was zero mention of his insane conflict of interest here. And I say this version because The Lancet was later forced to amend this to recognize the competing interests. But by this time, this little correction came out. The damage has already been done. The narrative took center stage and never left it. A few weeks later in March... Christian Anderson also came out, did a complete 180, and published this paper in, in Nature magazine, one of the largest and most respected science uh, journals in the world. The guy who privately told Fauci that the consensus upon all of the scientists that he was talking to was that COVID was manipulated in a lab. He goes to that meeting, and now he's saying it's natural. Well, it's convenient, but not nearly as convenient as about what was to happen next. A few months later, in August, both Anderson and Daszak were rewarded by Fauci's NIH with millions of federal funding. I bet they were. So the guy who was the only dissenting voice, 
He changes his opinion and he gets millions. What a good little soldier. They get all the spoils. And this was the message to anyone else out there who might get a little froggy, look into the possibility of a lab leak or anyone that followed the money trail back to Fauci and the government. You know, they now say that scientists are divided over where COVID came from. And now you know why. Do you remember when I said Dr. Barrett corrected his 2015 Frankenstein coronavirus research a year later? adding in funding from the U.S. government to Peter Daszak and EcoHealth Alliance directly to Dr. Xi in China. I told you at the beginning of the show, he left something else out that he didn't upload. And he caught the mistake and he, he corrected it. What he left out was he didn't upload the virus. So when he wrote that thing... When was that, Jason? Can we open up the, can we open up all the chalkboards, please? He amended this in May of 2020 and issued a correction. Now, wait a minute. That's something that he did in November of 2015. So he corrects his first mistake of leaving out who funded it. He corrects that in April of the next year. And then we have to wait all the way until May 20th to when he finally uploads the virus. Is it the same one that he worked on in 2015? Was it similar to Dr. Xi's in Wuhan? Why did he go outside the protocol to begin with? I think I know a few senators that should ask these and probably would love to ask these questions. We asked Dr. Barrick to clarify if the virus sequence he left off in 2015 was the same he uploaded in 2020, five years later. We also asked him if it was standard procedure to include all this data in scientific publications. You know the answer already. We haven't received a response. <laughs> okay, there's one other thing. Uh. And I find this incredible, incredible that we've missed this. And you remember when I, I told you about December 12th when they signed that deal with Moderna, Moderna. okay? Mm -hmm. The government said, we, we, wanna, we want to first make sure that no lawsuits can be had. Then we want to partner with Moderna to be able to make the vaccines. Now, they said that Moderna they had this opportunity here, November 2015. That's when that contract was proposed. Okay, so that's fine. But then it wasn't until December 12th, four years later, that they actually signed the deal. Ah. I've been through many, many high-level negotiations but I've never seen anything that started four years before. Coincidentally, once they find the Frankenstein virus and then they negotiate for four years. And what a coincidence. They sign it just before the breakout of COVID. That's weird, isn't it?
let me just let me just go over this quickly just so you can really understand it the important parts the people you need to know dr ralph barrick i'm not assigning ill intent to anybody at this point these people actually believe that they should check all animals for all viruses and they should find a vaccine for all of them so we'll always be prepared okay i think that's insane very dangerous but then again i've been to the movie theater before so they actually believe this stuff dr she the bat lady she and barrick and peter dazek all are in this through the entire thing that is america and china through a corporation that is being funded by who other than dr fauci's nih they did gain of function research they paid for it fauci's people paid for it through eco health 2015 gain of function there's lie number 1 then this strange hey let's let's partner with moderna i i don't think this is normal i'd like to know did we cut a deal to where we own it but we're not getting any money for it now that it's being sold i mean i kind of feel like if this would have been done with trump you'd kind of go well at least we're making money huh no no first of all we shouldn't be making money on something that is this dire right we should be openly giving it to people but it was paid for all of this research paid for by you all of the research to create a frankenstein monster and then all the money to develop this it was paid for by you if we are getting paid where's the money where's it going yep my feeling is it's going to fund more of this i said at the beginning of the show covid-19 biggest story in the history of the world it has affected every aspect of our life public private partnerships coronavirus frankenstein monsters a partnership with china all of this stuff you can all of this stuff you can look at when you start to go into here it starts to get dirty but you can at least say they were trying to do the right thing right once you get into this there's something was going on something was going on and the fact that moderna started the negotiations with the united states coincidentally the year we found the virus and then they sign it coincidentally at the same time i don't buy that i just don't buy that but the really disturbing part is the third chalkboard i should remove jesus and his mom cuz i don't think they belong there the really disturbing part is how you've been lied to and how you have 
not been able to even ask any questions. Remember, we couldn't even mention the theory of this until about, what, four months ago? If that, yeah. Why? I can tell you, they may think it is because it's the best thing for humanity. But I don't know about you, I'd like to be involved in that conversation. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't vote for representatives and then just let them do whatever they want and keep secrets from me. I'm very bothered by the fact that we are a co-owner of that. Now, it could be simple of explanation, but this is unusual. We don't do things like that. We shouldn't do things like that. But this is the direction we're going. Public-private partnerships. Yep. Great reset. This is the biggest thing that's happened all over the world. The people at the top, their first response was to protect themselves. Yep. The deep state wasn't responsive to the elected president. This stuff has all been happening. How many people even in Congress know this? Fauci's legacy took center stage over your health, your mom and dad's health, and now our children's health. Let that sink in for a minute. The federal vaccine mandate is still being pursued by the government, even though the U.S. Court of Appeals has paused it, said stop. If that goes through, how many jobs will be lost? If that goes through and we have even fewer workers that are going and showing up for work, how many more products will not arrive on the shelves? The mandate itself is a racket. The government co-owns the patent and turns around and tells everybody you don't have a choice, but you have to take it. This government doesn't see us as objects. I'd like to say they see us as customers, but that's not even right. 24-7, you hear vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. What's going to be said about these facts, these facts, which you can get yourself, please get them. You say anything outside of the narrative and you'll be shut down on places like YouTube. Are we still on YouTube? Still on YouTube. Can't believe it. How long will it last? By the way, I did a promotion for today's show uh, on Instagram. I think I could fit more people in my office than viewed that, at least when I was live. That's impossible. That's impossible. The algorithms are all stacked against. I know this research is right. And I know that what's been happening in our country doesn't feel right. And this does. It makes sense. Let me show you some CDC. These are Fauci's emails, Barrick's emails, Barrick's correction. These CDC emails. 
These CDC emails were recently released through a FOIA request. Apparently, they were getting a little worried about the definition of vaccine in the era of mRNA technology that they co-own. Sorry, I can't stop saying that. (laughs) Quote, right-wing COVID-19 pandemic deniers are using your vaccine definition to argue that mRNA vaccines are not vaccines. I hate to ask this from the control room, but do we have the... um, Bill Gates audio that just came out last week, the video that where he was giving a talk. Okay, I want to I want to show you what happened here. They are saying now that uh, people are denying science and saying this vaccine is not really even a vaccine. God forbid you say it's not an effective vaccine. It's gene therapy. Something came out from Bill Gates. Bill Gates last week said this. The economic damage, the, you know, the deaths, it's been completely horrific. And I would expect that will lead the R&D budgets to be focused on things we didn't have today. Listen to know, this. We didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that Whoa. help with your health. Whoa. But they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new, a new way of doing the vaccine. So we got a new vaccine that helps you with your health. Let me show you some CDC. These 19 pandemic. This. We didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new a new way of doing the vaccine. So we got a new vaccine that helps you with your health and barely blocks transmission. Okay, hang on. Then that's not a vaccine. That's a therapeutic. Yeah, gene therapy. This is yet, it seems, another failure. By Moderna, yeah. From Moderna. Remember, <laughs> they, they failed on everything before. Yep. And now they need the government arm to shut people up so it's not a failure. In fact, they've gone so far now as defining a vaccine differently. This is how the CDC used to define it. The act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease. Right. Okay. You notice it says that it produces immunity. It's introduced into your system. And your body produces the immunity. Well, here's the problem. Uh, Apparently, just us crazy right-wingers, we know that people who get the vaccine are not immune. They can still get sick. And a therapeutic, not a vaccine, a therapeutic will make it so it's not so bad, but you still can carry the disease and transmit and you can spread the disease so going off their own definition their co-owned vaccine isn't really a vaccine and if it is a vaccine it's a crappy vaccine (laughs) well they couldn't have it that way could they yes i mean we gotta have customers 
we are not only, we're on a two-track system. We want to make sure that everybody knows you answer to me, the government and Fauci, and you will do what we say. They need to make sure that everybody sees that public-private partnership is making that company very, very wealthy, even though it's a kind of an iffy thing. So the, so the, the CDC, Facebook has just pulled the show. The CDC Ministry of Truth actually changed the definition to this. The act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Not immunity, protection. That's a therapeutic. Whew. Now that they've changed the, the, the definition, crisis averted, go get your shot. I'm so disheartened. I mean, expected. I'm so disheartened that Facebook, what is it here? What, what is it about the, the actual documents that they're afraid of? Mm -hmm. And why is Facebook so concerned with this? I mean, I'm, I'm just questioning, where did it come from? Do you think that's important as we look for a more effective vaccine? a more effective therapeutic? Wouldn't it be good if we knew the origin? It's always been important before. Shouldn't we as human beings on the planet, not just Americans, but on the planet, have a voice when we're talking about creating viruses in a lab so we can find the vaccine? Some people will think that's responsible. A lot of other people will think that's madness. That's madness. Why take that risk? Shouldn't we, as fellow human beings, have a voice at the table? Or is it only the elites that can say that? This is the fundamental principle of America. You don't control me. You work for me. Now I hire you to make decisions because I can't be up on everything, but this is a pretty big one. Not only did you hide it in a, in a uh, hurricane bill, you hid the protection and the partnership that was coming for pharmaceutical companies. You're protecting them. So I don't have the right to sue them. Okay. Maybe it's good for the collective because that's what we have to do. I guess. Never done it before. But I guess. But then you're protecting them and you're not letting me question things. You're not, you're not telling me and I can't talk about things that are side effects. When I watch TV and I see, you know, two people in a bathtub. First of all, who has two bathtubs? Why, if you want to have sex, maybe you should get into one. That's a different story. <laughs> when I see that, and it's a 60-second commercial, at least 20 seconds demand from the government a must-do in all of those commercials. They have to tell you about every, 
every possible side effect. But have you noticed we can't even talk about it's like there's no side effects. This is the perfect vaccine. Come on. By the way, they're asking for even more of your money to keep doing everything I've been showing you tonight. The NIH wants a 20% budget increase. Oh, hell no. The NIH is Dr. Fauci. He no. is the highest paid person in our government. I'd never even heard of him before. And now, after all of this, and all of this is true, he's asking us for another $9 billion? Oh, hell no. No, no. I've got a couple of questions. How much of that will continue going towards risky uh, research? Right. Funding. Maybe research in countries like China, who are clearly our adversary. Yep. How much of it will be used to cover your own mistakes and lie to the American people? Does anybody actually represent you? Is there not a single person in the mainstream corporate media that has the intellectual curiosity to follow any of this and just ask some legitimate questions? Is there anybody? Is there anybody in the media that isn't in full lockstep with you being shut out on every decision and you must follow the plan? Is there anyone in the media that thinks that's going to work out well for them if they decide ever to question somebody who's in government? Once you've given the government that power, that's usually when uh, in Russia, members of the press who are curious suddenly get very, very sad and throw themselves off of roofs. Right. Lockdown. Mandates. Things we have never seen in America. Lost loved ones. And loved ones that were lost because of governors saying you've got to take COVID patients. You've got to put them into the nursing homes. No one is really held responsible for that. We have an open border. And yet we're forcing American citizens to have this vaccine but we're not requiring that from people who are coming into our country. I apologize for that. A little technical, technical difficulties. And when I say I apologize for that, I truly, truly mean that. It's, I tell you what, this is, uh, this is getting too insane. I don't get it. Do you guys get it? I, I just, I'm not getting this. And, to what end is the purpose of it? Trying to
this is nuts. Sorry for technical difficulties. Just. <clears throat> It's getting insane. We've been going for a while. It's probably about time to really wrap this up. Let's let's close out with some of Glenn Beck's remarks. I think he's just about down. This is about like eleven twenty-seven left illegally and we're giving them free bus tickets or free airplane and free housing in another city and they're doing that in the cover of night we have supply chain issues do you think anyone anyone seriously you know who's in charge of of this is his job title is Secretary of Transportation. This is all a transportation. He took two months off. Let me ask you something. If your wife gave birth, not an adoption, actually pushed that thing out and then was really. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to be honest. It's getting late. We're already almost two and a half hours in this transmission. And, you know, I am. What time is it? It's past nine o'clock. I'm, I'm whipped. I'm whipped, guys. This has really done a number on your boy. But I have some closing remarks that I'm thinking about, right? Uh... One, I told you so. This really lines up with a lot of what I said throughout all of last year. And I plan on tomorrow for you guys going to that link and getting those documents, saving them on a well, I'm going to save them on something. I'm not going to say what it is. You can assume what it is. The, the important thing that we need to take into consideration, right, is that even my suspicions are correct. Now, it was both us and China involved with the creation of this Frankenstein virus. That they tried to cover it up to protect themselves. There are some things about this that really... Glenn Beck is refusing to hit. I understand why. I understand why. Like he's not addressing the inflated death numbers. If you died on a motorcycle and you tested positive for coronavirus, well, you died of COVID and not from a motorcycle wreck. If you were had a gunshot wound, it was obvious that you died of the gunshot wound. But... 
But if it wasn't, if you were positive, then the death was death by you died of COVID. So this is one of the things we're inflating the the total number of deaths by COVID, right? Extremely over-inflating it to help justify the necessity to mandate the vaccine. We now have Australia and Austria Australia is just Mad Max hell on earth right now. But now Austria and Germany are now enforcing lockdowns for the unvaccinated only. We're talking about the buy, sell, and trade system. We need to be very alarmed here in America about what's going on. We need to be informed. I really advise you to fork up 10 bucks for a subscription of Blaze TV. Uh, if you go listen to Steve Dace, uh, the gentleman that Glenn was talked to earlier on the show, who is on Blaze TV. Mind you, Blaze TV, you can watch their live feed for free on Pluto TV with the Pluto TV app, which is free. And you can watch their live feeds for free. Like Wednesday night, you could have watched that special for free on the Blaze TV channel on Pluto TV. At Blaze is probably my favorite news source. Uh, you like Steven Crowder, Lateral Crowder? You only get the clips on YouTube. Blaze TV. Watch the full shows. Bonus segments. I'm going to get those documents and look at them for myself. Go really deep. Guys, remember, this is the truth or odyssey. I... I'm your host, Jacob Eggers, the Truth Talker, where we seek the truth in a world full of disinformation and indoctrination. Let me tell you what. We just got, and I, I suffered through it for you guys. I believe Facebook really shadow banned this. How, how, probably because I'm nobody right now. I, 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 I post no threat. And I'm easy to shadow ban. But how this wasn't shut down by Facebook at all. How I'm able, how I'm still live on Facebook is pretty amazing. But I give it a couple days and they'll pull this video off there. So that being the case, this will be on BitChute. Uh, the audio only version of this, I'm going to have to break up into two parts. Part one will re 
be released the following day. Like this, this part that I'm talking about right now won't even be in the audio only versions. I'll make sure they get a big all, and I'll have to split it up all of the Glenn Beck stuff that has aired in this transmission. But only bit shoot, and those who watch, have watched it live on Facebook or will re-watch it live on Facebook until Facebook takes it down. Uh, you'll only have access to this part of the transmission. Like, where I'm at right now in the transmission will not be available in the audio only. Though, and I'll, I'll tell the audio only listeners, if you want to see the full version of what went down with me airing this, I'm going to tell them to go to BitChute. I'm going to tell them before they take it down off my Facebook. Uh, and this this was simultaneously broadcasted on my Facebook profile and the Truth or Odyssey group on Facebook. So if you're a fan of the Truth or Odyssey, go check out, go join the Facebook group and join the Discord. That being said, like always, this is the Truth Talker. This is the Truth or Odyssey where we seek the truth in a world full of disinformation and indoctrination. I am signing.